all together. Hello and welcome to Covert Castaway. I'm Holly. Je suis Stéphane. Join us as we share what we learn and how we're making the transition to liveaboard cruising. So, how is your jet lag going? Oh, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, we've been here in France over a week. Yeah, yep, over, over a week. week. So, we're going to give everybody a status on what's going on. We're here in France and um, we have a bunch to catch everybody up on. But first, let's set the mood here. How do you want to describe where we're at? We're in beautiful, sunny... Not so sunny. South of France. (laughs) (laughs) It's been raining all day. Well, Um, the last couple of days. Yeah. And I think before we arrived in the south of France, they had some crazy weather too. So kind of... And and that was a long four day weekend, so probably a lot of people came to La Grande Motte. It's a very like touristic mm-hmm. destination, and then <laughs> they found themselves, <laughs> it's yeah, probably staying in their apartment or whatever. So yeah, no luck with the weather, which but, we'll talk more about. But, so, but it's coming uh, Tuesday. It's going to be. Um, I think it's going to be good. Yeah. Summer is going, it's coming. It's yeah. around the corner. So we're in La Grande Motte, which is a little bit uh, west of Marseille. And um, we're here because we have seen our boat and we got to get on the 52. And we also are gearing up for Utrecht Week. But before we talk about all that, um, we have a little apartment, um, through an Airbnb and you might hear seagulls in the background and, um, heard a little bit of wind earlier, although it hasn't been very windy the last few days at all, uh, through the buildings. Um, this is a little seaside vacation town with a lot of little vacation condos. It's pretty unique. Um, yeah, with a really great beach. Uh, which we haven't been on yet because it's been cold. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But anyway, so we're here and we are looking at um, pretty much everything we own for the boat, which is sitting here in this apartment. Um, So let's talk a little bit about how we got here and what's been going on over the last week or so. Yes, suddenly in one week, like we are moved in with all our stuff, but there's a lot of uh, planning that goes into this and and a lot of things that had to go right. And uh, while we had an issue with our car, the used car we bought last year, the battery was dead, but my parents took care of that before we arrived. So that was great. They also took care of uh, talking with the insurance. So because we had put into a winter storage mode and so it had to be um, renewed so so that made our lives uh, a little easier and then we had the bags stored at in someone's attic because we didn't lug them all the way back to the U.S. from Turkey we just brought them from Turkey to France when we sold the boat and then we stored the bags in someone's attic mm. um and in front of your parents yeah and um we are grateful that no rats or mice <laughs> yeah, got that, into that the bags that. as far as we know. Um, so that was really good. And then you maneuvered this interesting shaped box from mm. Tahoe all the way here. And I was just shaking my head the whole time like, oh, my God, that's never going to work. 
So meaning fit in the car, fit in the car and the bot in the box, as you recall from maybe one of our last podcasts was the Starlink. So we had to basically drag that through airports and train stations and, um, get it to your parents, pack the car. And, um, yeah, I mean, there wasn't a single inch in that car by the time you got done packing it. Yeah. We, we consolidated, consolidated some bags. And so we could, because we came with a big suitcase, we're like, oh, that big suitcase with, with the Starling box and the bags and we have. And we that's had two carry-ons and then two backpacks and then one big bag and then the Starlink box. So we're like, oh, this is manageable. And then we got to the attic and saw all of our stuff, more bags, diving gear, what else, you know, um, yeah, life that- jackets. The kite surfing. Kite surf, yeah, <laughs> two kites, a board. We we're like, oh no, how are we gonna get all that? But yeah, so that was for over a couple of days. There was like a little bit of a puzzle and uh, trying to get everything to fit, and um, and then we were able to do this without going to like taking the antenna out of the box, and yeah. which makes things more complicated because, you know, we're not ready to install it These are the benefits of being married to an engineer is you took the time and patience. I'm like, rip it all out of the box. <laughs> yeah. So everything, everything fits. We got the car back. The only thing, I guess, that did not work as planned was the, uh, what, as planned, the AC didn't, doesn't seem to work yeah. anymore. Everything else seems to be okay. Which is fine right now because it's cold, so that's all well and good. Yeah, and we don't plan to use the car that much, but yeah, so so that's something I'll need to look into. And then uh, we were concerned we were driving on Thursday of the first day of a four-day weekend, so we're like, oh, what kind of traffic are we going to yeah. face? And we, drew, we decided to drive through the middle of the country, and, and that went really well too so so yeah everything kind of put together got us here without without a big drama so far and, so and it's great this airbnb it's like it's small but it's well designed and it has this little room on the side that with a window and and i don't know what the purpose of that room but it's like perfect it's like a for, laundry room or something yeah i don't know yeah it's perfect to, to store, store our all our crap yeah so we're definitely going to have to do a, a triage of you know the things that we forgot we had in those bags uh so far but i think it's funny is, is you're like you're like oh you need to pare down all your clothes and then every time we open a bag it's like more of your clothes no <laughs> no not my clothes definitely not it's pretty limited it all fits in the shelves over there so no. but you have like a couple handbags and i'm like this has to go no. you have to like keep one anyway so just to set the scene so that's what we've been sort of up up to the last week or so is planes, trains, and automobiles, literally. Mm-hmm. So we arrived in Gra- La Grande Motte and everything, of course, was closed um, by the time we got in because we got in pretty late. And we walked down to the dock and we saw a brand new, fresh out of the factory uh, Utremere 52. Mm-hmm. And that was really cool to see. First sighting in the wild. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we we saw from the outside and then um, and it's beautiful. Yeah. The lines. I mean, we've seen the drawings and the renderings, but yeah, it, it just everything looks like, I don't know, the lines look sexy. It's beautiful. Yeah, and, it's definitely uh, beautiful. It's just 
looks yeah fast and yeah yeah it just yeah it looks great and then uh, so that was yeah we were pretty excited to uh, to at least on that first night to to see an Automia 52 yeah so then what had happened is um Elwa at at Uchimer, who's kind of our guy who's helping us with everything um he said to us before we left do you want to get on the Uchimer 52 and sail for a couple days when you get in and we're like oh yeah of course we want to do that mm. and and so he's like okay show up at whatever time it was 9 15 or something yeah. but you know it's just kind of how it is like there's just not a lot of information so we show up and there were how many people like 10 what? people nine plus one instructor yeah, yeah. yeah. so there ended up being um we were like oh we're going sailing we're going sailing <laughs> and then <laughs> like show- enjoy the day yeah which was which is fun always to meet new people yeah. um but we got on the boat and it turned into to a little bit of a um sailing lesson oh I it guess. was totally like a yeah. sailing lesson with like you know i mean for for new people and for us our, our frame of mind was like we're going sailing we don't want to learn to sail <laughs> we, we, <laughs> we don't even want to, want to learn the, to sail the Ultramar 52 we just we want, want to enjoy it just be out there enjoy it and yeah. sail and, and get a feel for the boat but yeah the, the weather was also not cooperating um, yeah we had uh or well, at least the rain cooperated on like, the first day. Yeah. yeah, and then most part, mostly the second day too. But um, but the wind was very like unstable. So like suddenly like we're practicing taking a reef, and then we we get good wind, but like, in an acceleration right when we shouldn't have a reef. Yeah. Yeah, where you could really feel like oh how the boat feels. Cause, yeah. You know, so so it was like a different mode. It was, and they were obviously new people to to also Tomei, yeah. and so they were kind of starting from from Scratch, from yeah. beginning. Yeah, so yeah, we were different frame of mind between yeah, us so, and other people. Anyway, so we're just going to preface everything we say yeah. by kind of that and the fact that the weather wasn't great because we can't. What we can't report on is the sailing experience so much mm-hmm. um it was lighter wind we did get the sails up that's all fine but then the second day there was like no wind mm-hmm. um but so let's talk about though the boat mm-hmm. um so i was blown away like it completely over delivered on the pictures mm-hmm. um because I, I guess, mentally had my frame of reference still as the Uchmer 51. Mm-hmm. And um, I was completely surprised by how much volume there was. Mm-hmm. I mean, it definitely felt bigger than the Sona um, 47. Mm-hmm. On the inside, there was just tons of volume, tons of headroom, tons of space, you know, and, and it goes on. Even the, the cockpit was very large and spacious so from a size perspective that's what that's what surprised me the most Mm -hmm. what do you think yeah and then from i just realized something because from a height perspective (laughs) yeah because one of the um uh, the requirement for the new Tomer is to kind of uh, address the uh, kind of the better visibility and for for tall people tall people yeah and I just realized that, so when I come through the sliding door, there's not that much, but I have to bend my head a little bit. A little bit of room to get under the but lip. But yeah. usually I'll be barefoot. 
And yes, the, the last two days I was with shoes because it oh, was wet so and rainy. Yeah. So I'm hoping that it might just go under without bending my head. But if I do, it's, it's really not much. No, but you had plenty of headroom inside. And oh, outside. no, no, no. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about just the sliding door yeah. going in. You know, it's yeah, just yeah. a little. I mean, the good thing is, like, if I do, it's just I don't have to. It's just slight tilt of my head. But now I'm thinking, oh, with, without my shoes, I might be able yeah. to even not tilt anything. And then from the visibility point of view for looking forward on the horizon, um, like it was something, it's just a slight tilt of my head. I can see the horizon, but maybe without my shoes, I can even even see yeah. it like perfect. So, so but other than that, like, what did you think? Well, that's important to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think also it's, um, it, it's just like, uh, I mean, beside looking slim and like, I don't know how to describe or lean, at the same time when you're in like it. sleek. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah, there is like, def- oh, it's very beamy. That's one thing yeah. also. And it's like when you look at the salon, it's like, it's very wide. Yeah. You know, it's, it's the, and so it's overall like there, there is like a, it's a huge space. And then um, we haven't seen it with the cushions. Um, and yeah, so cause they keep the cushions, um, kind of packed away when they have a bunch of people on the boat and, and mm. just to keep it clean. Yeah. Um, cause we were on hole number one. So, yeah. And also, yeah. How to move on the boat, you know, when you enter on the port side. Um, so uh, that's a big change from the 51, you know, you are like, you, you obviously go up to some steps to get on the boat. But then you are like in the cockpit mm-hmm. and same, same level. There's just one step to go down the cockpit versus the other side uh, is more enclosed, like the, the 51. So they try to keep kind of this. Uh, so it's very nice. You, you just pick your, you learn to pick your side, you know, depending on like if you go in and out the boat, you go on the port side mm-hmm. and then the other side is just you go to the, to the helm. Yeah, um, it's really easy to get around. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a big boat. It's a 52 foot boat. Mm-hmm. Um, so everything, you know, corresponds with that. Um, but it's really easy to get around. It's easy for me to get around safely, um, and see everything, you know, everything's laid out really well and logical and it's a simple, I mean, I'm sure there's complexity to the whole thing, but like, it's simple in terms of understanding how to sail and what you need to do and where the line is that you need and, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. And then the, uh, the other thing as we stay in the cockpit is it's, it, well, one, the storage, um, when you open um, those compartments, uh, what I noticed compared to our old boat is like, even if the compartment was big, the opening to slide stuff in it, in it's like, we're not that wide. In so, our old boat. Yeah, yeah. So to take in and out, it was like a pain. Awkward. And here it's, it's, um, it's you can I mean there was a huge bag that you can slide up and down so it's uh so that's going to be really nice accessible yeah you want it was always a pain to remove stuff because it was maybe like a foot or maybe not maybe a little more but not much versus here like it's uh, so it's better design the opening and then it was funny because as we through the day as we look more into the details uh, there are some some bags to catch the lines and then you lift the bag and you're like, oh, there is a door right there. And um, and it's kind of a dual purpose, I guess. There is this door. So, for example, for the winches that are inside the cockpit, you know, they can easily access them and, you know, and you can do like repair or stuff. 
but also this is like areas where you can store, store stuff, stuff yeah or hide stuff hide because stuff. like you know we were like oh we didn't know and then you look behind the other bags and you're like oh there's an opening too there and there's another opening opening and so you're like okay if you ha- if you need to hide some stuff you know Shh, don't tell <laughs> everybody where our hiding spots are yeah <laughs> but there there is a ton of storage oh my god yeah and that's one oh. thing i'm a little like i'm happy about but i'm also worried about because the more storage you have the more storage you're going to use and i mean there's got to be more storage on that boat than there was on our other boat for sure i mean you go down in the owner's cabin and it's three full closets plus the sliding door closet once you shut the door and it's deep and it's really deep um, so there's tons and then there's cubbies everywhere and, and even under the bed where the water maker oh, is, yes. the water maker is so small, the three membranes and the water makers that it, the space is big and, and you think, oh, that will take a lot of space. And then you look and it's like, oh, it takes no space. You, so you can have like, fit like two huge full size suitcases under that bed, yeah. um, you know, probably and probably more. I mean, so there's a ton of storage for yeah. sure. So the way I look at it is we're going to try to be minimalist and (laughs) remain minimalist. But the nice thing is like, you'll be able to find a space for everything. Everything, And then when you need it, you don't have to move anything. You'll be like, oh, this is the space for that. You just like, that's the hope. But over time, the risk is, yeah, you always accumulate stuff. So I, I like it from the point of view where it's going, if you stay, if you keep things you know, minimalist, then, then it's very easy to find stuff. And yeah. So, oh, how about the, um, that net on the, around the bowsprit all the way forward? Oh, so cool. It's so cool. So they've done the little net on the bowsprit, kind of like the gunboats and it's so awesome. And you just sit there and it's like, you're flying over the water. Yeah. We definitely found ourselves like sitting there and chatting and and then the boat is you have nothing in front of you yeah. and the boat is moving it's it's like it's really cool sensation and and then it's very practical you know if when you have the genoa i mean you could go under or you could go around but i was like oh you just can go around <laughs> on the it. net around yeah. so when there are people like you know i don't know it just yeah. it oh it adds um something area yeah. like where you can walk on the boat and go around the headstay. And so that was, that's definitely really cool. So we for sure have a little punch list, you know, like, um, stupid stuff. Like, you know, we want to add a a little ring to, you know, loop a fender to and this and that, but it's nothing, there's nothing in our list that was like, Oh my God, this, this is not what I thought it was going to be. So, I mean, if you compare at least so far, you know, the, the pictures to what we actually saw, I mean, the the real life experience of the boat has completely blown me away. Mm-hmm. So so that's so that's kind of that. Um, I, I am excited to sail on it and I hope I get to. I know for Ochamere Cup um, at the end of Ochamere Week, you'll be able to do that. I have to go back to the U.S., but um Yes. Yeah, yeah now I'm like, <laughs> I'm all focused on in a week from now to my cap. It's like two and a half days of, of like, 
informal racing, fundraising with other it's, it's supposed to be riding, but like it's racing basically. So hopefully the, there's a ton of both. The wind will cooperate mm-hmm. and, and now that will be one, it's going to be fun to really sail the boat. And um, but in and not in a teaching thing, but yeah. more like sailing. And then number two, um, to be able to see with other Outremer, you know, mm-hmm. like how the boat performs. And it's always tricky because it depends, you know, some people are be obviously going to be more competitive than others. It depends about some people's tanks plan. will be full. I mean, <laughs> some will be empty. Yeah. So, but at least uh, it'll be nice to be able to do some closed uh, sailing mm-hmm. and, and kind of see in different conditions, different wind angles because you go around buoys. Um, I think it's going to help to um, give a, a good feel of, of how, like how the boat feels while mm-hmm. sailing. So, so I'm lo- definitely looking forward to that, and and I'm going to light a candle so the winds are like uh, uh, <laughs> optimum for those three days. <laughs> Say a little prayer. Yeah. Yeah. So the the thing we still have coming up pretty shortly, hopefully tomorrow, is um, a better view of our boat. So our boat is still in the factory. We got a chance to sort of walk around it, mm-hmm. um, but it's up really high and, you know, it's it was being worked on, but it, the factory was closed down, so there was no ladders or anything um, that we could kind of board the boat. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're excited to see our boat. Yeah, um, and we have to find out when they're going to put it in the water because mm-hmm. uh, probably early June, I don't know, something, but we need to find out the, yeah. the details. Yeah, there's more details there. And um, then uh, we're here for Uchmer Week. Uh, we are going to spend some time, hopefully, on the 52 uh, on in a couple cl- a couple more classes. Like I said, hopefully with more wind. But really, the class I think we're most looking forward to at the moment is this medical course. Yeah, we've been wanting to do that. Yeah, marine medical. So uh, we'll cover that in an upcoming podcast. I know people have a lot of questions about that, generally speaking, mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, so that's what's going on. I think I think we're experiencing a little bit of, I was telling Stefan, it's sort of like having senioritis. You know, like you're excited about, oh, you know, where are we going to configure this and what kind of systems are we going to get that and what kind of sales set up? And we realized when we were on the boat yesterday, we're kind of over it. We just kind of want the boat. Yeah. <laughs> we want to move on. Like other people were at different stages. They're like, oh, how about this, how about that? Like... And then, you know, we're happy to obviously share, like, you know, the all reasoning and stuff. But but it's like, yeah, we're at a different phase. Like, we're like, yeah. okay, let's get the show on the road. Yeah, let's, yeah, we're a little bit impatient. Um, and <laughs> no more, tra- I mean, we want some training on the 52, but it's well, like. I do too. I'll take any training I yeah, can get. But, but it's like, yeah. I want to sell. Yeah. I want to experience it. Yeah. Yes. We're at that phase, but we have to be patient and wait. Yeah. <laughs> it's sort of like being a senior and, and you're like, you're coming into your last quarter or semester, but you haven't finished your thesis yet because there's still stuff to do, you know? Um, oh, yeah. And then there's a, we're going into this administrative phase too, like the registration, the insurance, you know, there's a lot of paperworky kind of stuff coming up that we're, we just kind of want to be over by mm-hmm. now. <laughs> yeah. So I think, I think we're feeling a little itchy and, um, definitely want to get on the boat and, and get going, but, um, you know, things take time and good yeah. things are worth, worth the wait. And we definitely want them to take their time and do a good job on the boat. Yes. So. And we'll definitely 
take advantage of all the time we have to get everything in order because once we're on the boat, I mean, it'll yeah. be in different mode. It'll be a mode of like, you know, shakedown. And, and mm-hmm. um, so there's like, I'm, I'm kind of investigating like navigation applications like for routing. And and so, so yeah, there is plenty of things to do. We have to uh, rebrand or we haven't revealed yet our new branding, but uh, coming up with a new website. And so there are pl- plenty of... Uh, of uh of work to do over the next couple of months and i'm sure it'll go by very quickly yeah it sure will so um if you haven't checked out our latest video on our youtube channel we shared a trip to north sales i'm not sure if i mentioned that in the last couple podcasts um but you can check that out um that was when we were back in tahoe and the loft is just 30 minutes from our house so we went and took a camera in and did a tour and um, that's up on youtube if you want to check that out um, and if you missed the previous podcast, uh, not previous one, uh, a couple, couple pod, of podcasts yeah. ago, yeah, we, we did, um, about our first impressions watching the Yachting World video and we don't want to repeat ourselves pretty much like what we described today was kind of the things that, you know, seeing in, in, in real, like the real life, world, yeah. but all the, the other things that we yeah. talked about that, that Yachting World went over. I think that's, that was validated. Yeah. Uh, except the sailing part, we don't know fully yeah. yet, but uh, for, from our perspective, from our own experience, but the rest of the boat, yeah. Yeah, check that out if you haven't about. done that already. Um, and then I'm going back to the States, so the upcoming podcasts will be recorded um, over Zoom, where Stefan and I are kind of talking to each other about an update. And um, if you have any questions, make sure you throw them over to uh, sailingowen at gmail.com. Fair wins for now. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, like, or share with another covert castaway. Fair wins for now. Bye-bye.